0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, November 4th, 2022, New York. I am on my way. Dear my baby. name. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tammanini.
1: And I'm arts and culture trader, Ashley Sees, already in New York
0: actually yeah, honestly by the time this comes out in the regular feed I will be mid-air uh, my flight takes off at 6:25 Eastern Time and lands a little after 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. so about an hour after the show comes out so I will be in New York if you are listening to this in the regular feed very soon um, welcome. Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, as I said on yesterday's show, I will be dropping in some little nuggets from my trip into the Patreon feed as my schedule allows. So make sure you head over to patreon.com/slash broadway radio broadwayradio.com/slash patreon. Now, Ashley, hi. You are an expert on many things.
1: Okay, <laughs> bold claim, but okay.
0: One of one of those things is Patrick Page. I mean, so I yeah, I've heard I of posited yesterday on yesterday's show. You were not here, but you listened to it and you gave me some feedback. Yeah. I had long heard <laughs> that he had been attached feedback, yeah. <laughs> he had been attached to a certain Broadway musical revival and he still yeah. might be I was very clear that I had just heard that a while ago I wasn't making any claims or saying things were definitely happening but you either knew something that I didn't know, or you remembered something yeah. that I didn't remember. That he One actually has two. something else, or both. That yeah. he actually has something else coming up in the in the early winter. That might be why he was leaving. As Hades of now, now. yeah. Yes, as of now. Think.
1: We think. I mean, he is supposed To, as you talked about on yesterday's Show, uh, wondering If he was going to go into a certain Sondheim Broadway revival coming up In February, and could Very well happen, but as of now he's supposed to be in Shakespeare theater company in DC's King Lear from February 23rd To March 26th, so, I mean A lot of things could change He could no longer do That production, but I know when it was announced I was thinking, as I said before we started recording It was like, oh, so he's going to be leaving Hades Town before the end of the year, and Tom Hewitt's going to step back in in some form or fashion. That's whether happening. it's a, t- whether, yeah, I was to say whether it's a temporary situation like it was last time. I think when he was fil- filming the Gilded Age or something, um, or a permanent situation, which now seems to be a permanent situation. Whether he ends up in the said Sondheim revival or not at some other point is. Yet to be seen, of course. Or, but, or
0: if he backs out of Lear, or if or he backs whatever. out
1: of Lear, but uh, been pretty vocal about the role that he could potentially be playing in a Sondheim revival, being pretty much the pinnacle of what I want him to play. <laughs> so, yeah. I am obviously keeping my fingers crossed.
0: Yeah, that's. The, I heard that before said revival was ever announced.
1: Yeah, and yeah, and it makes so, sense. And he's essentially yeah. done that role before, just in Hunchback. So,
0: <laughs> very good point.
1: <laughs> Pretty much very the same point. thing. Yeah. Different
0: music. Different. Different. different music, d-
1: definitely different music. Certainly one more put together than the other.
0: Yeah. 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 Anyway, <laughs> so we wanted to clear that up. Senior
1: <laughs> Patrick Page correspondent <laughs> Ashley Steves.
0: Yeah. You uh, have your Back advanced my booster. degree.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That only one, and it's Patrick Page, I guess.
0: Yes, absolutely. All right, so that'd be your PPD, your Patrick Page yeah. degree. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. All right, so let's get into some more news here and get away from the speculation. Yesterday, it was announced by Broadway producer Tom Curtehy that he had created the Terrence McNally Foundation, named after his yeah. late husband. Um, the foundation is setting up to continue the legendary playwright's singular legacy of mentorship and activism. This nonprofit organization will be committed to supporting bold new voices in the American theater by providing financial and institutional support to early career players. In addition, the foundation is committed to supporting LGBTQ causes, as obviously Terrence McNally was Mm -hmm. known to do throughout his long and illustrious life. Um, he said in a statement, quote, art and activism were central to Terrence's life. At a time when living at, living as an out gay man came at great professional cost, Terrence wrote and loved fear fearlessly. Terrence was a truth teller who never wrote in code. His groundbreaking plays and musicals fundamentally shaped the way a generation of Americans talked about LGBTQ plus issues. The foundation looks forward to supporting playwrights and activists who are risk takers. Um mm. I think there is no doubt, and I think that's the thing that I really stands out in, in a time in the American theater when so much of the the artist population was being decimated by AIDS and HIV, yeah. and it was a a scarlet letter in a lot of ways. Terrence McNally went the other way; he completely Absolutely. embraced. Um, not only who he was, but embraced the community and, and wrote, I mean, some of the most iconic plays of all time about, um, gay men and, and, lgbtq plus queer people
1: yeah and long before the late 80s early 90s too um in ways that are shocking even now i mean 19 or mid 1960s did things that go bump in the night um Mm -hmm. which brought him a lot of criticism and ran on broadway for i think 15 or something performances so gone back a long way as far as putting on queer works and making them known and making sure that queer people are represented in (laughs) certainly times before or you know before anyone had anything positive to say about queer people
0: yeah and also should be noted that one of his uh musicals is currently playing in uh, New yeah. York, we've talked about it here recently. He, of course, wrote the book uh, along with the Aarons and Flaherty score for A Man of No Importance, which was mm-hmm. recently named a New York Times critic pick uh, down at Classic Stage Company. So yes, indeed. Um, there is a, an opportunity to celebrate the man's legacy currently in New York City if you can get a ticket. Love it, love it. Um, all right, let's move on to some other news. Not anything major today, but a lot of little nuggets that are interesting. Um, I believe so. It would have been Wednesday. Deadline reported that Sony has pre-bought the rights to the upcoming film adaptation of Mark St. Germain's play, Freud's Last Session. The film will be directed by Matt Brown, and a new up-and-coming actor will be playing the, the role of Sigmund Freud. His name is Sir Anthony Hopkins. Heard of him. So, familiar. Um, The film is set to begin production in January of 2023. Mark St. Germain has kind of become um, the go-to one-person show writer about Mm -hmm. um, historic figures. I've actually met in person and interviewed Mark St. Germain about a non-one-person show that he mm. uh, actually co-wrote. Um, a lovely human being, but um, he this show had a fairly long run in uh, multiple places in New York, and I believe it started at Barrington, where the I believe the stage is actually named after him, the St. Germain stage at Barrington, maybe. Mm. Um, but Anthony Hopkins, starring in any film, is great, but the last time that he starred in a stage adaptation was in uh the father, and obviously that yeah. got him an academy award, so yeah, go doing pretty well, doing pretty well
1: and has um played a psychoanalyst before before he won another Oscar, so very I mean, good point I did
0: not make the connection
1: tap it into the psychotherapy again in ways that I'm sure will delight and horrify me as Anthony Hopkins is want
0: to do that was my. Hannibal Lecter impression.
1: Oh, it was good. I I I barely got any of it on my end because oh, of okay. the the banes of technology. But.
0: That's all right. That's all right. But uh, yeah. go have a have a. <laughs> Nice bottle of Chianti and some fava beans for dinner tonight. Mm -hmm. Anyway, all right, so moving on to some other news. The upcoming world premiere of Joy the Musical announced its cast uh, for its inaugural run at the George Street Playhouse from December 7th through the 30th at the New Brunswick Performing Arts Center in New Jersey. This is based on... Both Joy Mangano's book, Inventing Joy, Dare to Build a Brave and Creative Life, as well as, I am assuming, Uh, the movie called Joy, which starred Jennifer Lawrence. Not a very good movie.
1: Oh, thank you. Very much true.
0: I believe that was, like, right after both, like, um, uh, Civil Linings Playbook and American Hustle. And it was like, oh.
1: Yeah. Everything should – Trip, to be fair, I despise David O'Russell. so that was just yes. another. Uh, I like
0: the. Fo- I like those other two though. Oh, I hated American Hustle.
1: So I, I like this playbook was okay.
0: Yeah, that that's my favorite of the three. But anyway, yeah,
1: for sure. Uh, anyway.
0: <laughs> playing Joy will be uh, former Mean Girls star Erica Henningsen. We already knew about that. She will lead a cast that also includes the. Amazing Vicky Lewis, who Ooh, yes, I mean whether it's on stage or screen, she is always a hoot. So looking forward uh to having her part of that. Stephen De Rosa will be in it, and Trent Saunders uh, will be in the cast as well, uh, as long as well. As Trent's sister, Alana Saunders, she will be oh, in the nice. ensemble. Also in the cast will be Galen Gilliland and some other folks, uh, folks who you will probably remember from many other things. But we'll have the complete cast list in the show notes. Uh, there, if you aren't familiar with Joy Mangano, she kind of became a star in the early days of like home shopping and QVC type things, mm-hmm. uh, and really made herself into a self-made millionaire uh on the backs of people who were watching cable and buying things via telephone so uh, i fun never stuff. remember
1: well yeah not quite my that far back but yeah <laughs> oh my <laughs> yeah.
0: grandmother let me tell you uh, all right. So on Thursday, the Public Theater announced the lineup for its 18th annual Under the Radar Festival that will be running from January 4th through the 22nd of 2023. Always one of the highlights of any theatrical season, but it really comes at the perfect time because it comes like right after the first of the year before a lot of the spring Broadway shows are getting up and running. It's slow and it's a great mm-hmm. time to be able to see a bunch of really interesting different things happening um, in multiple venues around new york city tickets start at just 25 dollars. there will be uh, performances from 36 artists and companies from across the u.s and around the world including australia belgium canada france hungary norway venezuela and the uk um they had only been able to do under the radar uh, digitally in the last few yeah. years because of the pandemic and i think they were actually trying to do it in person in 2022, but ended up having to cancel. Yeah, that Um,
1: sounds right. I think it was planned and then kind of canceled fairly last minute. Not, you know,
0: as last minute as it
1: could have been, but pretty late past the announcement.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we will have a link in the show notes if you want to run through the schedule and see everybody who's participating, but... It's January in New York, and there's not a lot of other new things happening. So this would be a great opportunity to see some you really interesting theater. either in new do
1: that theater. or wade through gray slush everywhere. Your choice. Yes.
0: Or you might have to do both. But So, okay, this is something I don't think we've talked about on the show. Maybe you and Grace did, and I missed it. But there's a new theater coming to London's West End. It is the At Soho place. I get very confused okay. because it's like it has the – the at symbol. So I always feel like whenever somebody writes about it, they've like forgotten to transition from like the Twitter tag yeah. to the actual name. But it's not. It's at Soho Place. It is the first Kitchy. newly built West End theater to open in 50 years. Um, the second pr- production that will be happening in this theater will be a production of William Shakespeare's As You Like It, directed mm-hmm. by the always wonderful Josie Rourke with a musical score by Michael Bruce. And it has a uh, a pretty interesting cast of folks that you might know from either stage or screen. The first performance is set for Tuesday, December 6th, and it is currently scheduled to run until January 28th. Um, in the show, uh, Leah Harvey will be playing Rosalind. Um, Alfred Enoch, who you might mm-hmm. know from the Harry Very Potter nice films, fan. or Red uh, in the West End. He was also on How to Get Away with Murder, who will be playing Orlando. Mm-hmm. Tom Misson, who was in Watchmen and also played Ichabod Crane on the Fox TV show Sleepy Hollow. Um, he will be playing Hi. Touchstone. And Emmy winner and stage and screen icon Martha Plimpton will be playing Absolutely. Shock in the production. So um certainly recommend that um, the first production was a show called Marvelous and that opened last month and ran um, into, and it will run until November 26th the production after As You Like It will be a production of Medea, directed by Dominic Cook and starring Very Sophie nice. Okonedo and Ben Daniels which just sounds pretty I mean, good pretty good, good. pretty pretty hard good hard to
1: mess up with either Dominic Cook or Josie Rourke too for that matter
0: yes, 100% great directors absolutely um, and, uh, the last thing I want to mention here, the, uh, there's an upcoming production of the Who's Tommy in concert that'll be happening in Flint, Michigan later this month on November 18th and 19th. And they announced the cast for the show and it, uh, consists of a number of Broadway heavy hitters. The show will feature George Salazar, Janet DeCall, nice. who has been, uh, one, a guest of mine here on Broadway Reader before and, uh, Mariko Martinez as well. Um, has some other names in the, uh, in the ensemble that you might be familiar with as well. Uh, Ariel Crosby, Jeremiah Porter, uh, Paul Witte. Uh, so really, really exciting. This will, um, anytime you have an opportunity to see, uh, Cast This Talented perform Tommy. I recommend you do it. Sure,
1: why not? Yeah. It's, I I've a weird attachment to Tommy because it was my first ever marching band show. Oh, <laughs> and I have absolutely no other attachment to it other than that. But, I've never seen the yeah. stage
0: show, but uh obviously yeah, the, me neither.
1: Me neither. the film
0: is bonkers. Of course, um, yeah. And uh you know, the who is iconic. So
1: Yeah. I still yeah. know most of those marks on um, mm-hmm. out on the of field. Yeah. Of course you do. <laughs>
0: Um so earlier this week
1: forever.
0: Yeah Earlier this week, I talked about the fact that all of the performances that will be happening at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade had been announced, but that CBS generally has additional performances from musicals that will be happening in their theaters and are actually usually pre-taped. Yesterday, they announced at least two of them. Normally, they have more than that, so I don't know if they'll have more. But the two that will be performing are Moulin Rouge and Six. So those will be a part of the broadcast from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Time. um so very cool that those two shows are going to have an opportunity to showcase what they do best mm-hmm. because i well no i think six but maybe they did both perform last year i think six did but i don't know if moulin rouge did or not but um i with feel all
1: like of, moulin rouge did but six didn't maybe we're i don't remember conflating yeah
0: yeah either way um, as many broadway shows like i don't know that I always get up to watch the parade, but I will obviously always DVR I it and fast forward I certainly
1: always try. <laughs> like, it's, it's usually planned. Uh, there's an alarm set. I can't guarantee I actually make it out of bed though.
0: Dude, you like get Dude. up at noon on a regular Dude. day. Don't tell me you set Dude. an alarm for the parade. I do.
1: I love the parade. And to me, it's like the official start of Christmas, even though I'm celebrating from November 1st onward, but. No, I always set an alarm. I just don't necessarily (laughs) actually get to see the parade. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I'm usually awake for the dog show. Does that that mean anything?
0: (laughs) So you set your alarm for the dog and pony show, then you sleep through it, and then you get up for the dog show. That's fair.
1: Exactly. See?
0: exactly I, I, i'm picking up what you're putting down
1: thank you yeah. and um, i did look they both did perform last year
0: they did okay so yeah. i have literally no memory of anything yeah um, time time it time, is time. Flat circle mm, uh, all right real quick i things. wanted to share a a quick story i believe i talked about it on the show i know ashley you and i talked about it but i couldn't remember if mics were recording or not was um, to say. i believe it was on the show though i had talked about the fact that my sister and my nephew were going to see hamilton in las yeah. vegas was that on mm-hmm. the show
1: yeah, I think so.
0: Yes. Yeah, it must have been because I think we went into a lot of detail. But anyway, so here's yeah, what's funny was, about it this. Was,
1: yeah, that's right. It was like the whole Tammany seeing Hamilton yes. ordeal in like a week. So, yeah. So,
0: so here's the thing. I didn't, when I talked about that, I didn't mention the fact that I did not go on the Sunday performance when my family has our normal subscription seats because I, I'd seen Hamilton six times. I saw it on Tuesday. I wanted some other people to get in there. Uh, sure. So, so they went and, um, Right towards the end of "Nonstop," which is one of the last songs in Act One, correct. A fire alarm went off, so guess what they had to do? Oh no! They they had to stop in the middle of "Nonstop."
1: uh, Oh no! So it it took (laughs) them about an hour, and they got their money back. Obviously, no
0: false advertising. But no, so they had to go out. They had to go out into the glorious Orlando summer uh, or not summer, weather. Summer, um, yeah. I mean, right. it is 81 I mean, degrees is, right
1: now. It, I was going to say it's 70 here, so it's essentially summer
0: yeah. to me. Um, so they had to do that. Then they came back in, they finished the song, did the next song, whatever that is. Is it Dear Theodosia? I don't know what it is. Um, and Theodosia
1: then, or Yorktown? I think it's Theodosia, yeah.
0: Yeah, Yorktown's earlier. Um, and then it was intermission. So they had that little hiccup. My My sister and my nephew were supposed to go see Hamilton on Tuesday, except... It got canceled. So like a couple hours before the show, it got canceled. So think about it, though. when, when When a national tour cancels a performance, especially in Hamilton, when every seat is sold, it's not like they can move those people into other performances. So what do they do instead? They say, guess what? Your only option to see the show is we are now doing an extra performance at 2 p.m., which is or Pacific time, on Thursday afternoon. If you can make it, great. If not, you can either get a refund or a credit. So, as we are recording right now, it is 5 o'clock in the p.m. Eastern at time. Hamilton. They are at Hamilton Beautiful. seeing the show right now. And they have, my sister has confirmed they are in there and they actually got an upgrade in the seats. So, oh, good.
1: Excellent. Um, I mean, I'm, they assuming, have... I'm assuming they're already at intermission then or pass. Inter- no, no, it's yeah. two
0: p- no, it's just now 2 p.m. Oh, Pacific just time. Oh, yeah, it, it just started.
1: Oh, God. I hope it doesn't now get interrupted percent. again.
0: I know. Different people, but yay. Yeah. Um, I'm very happy for them that they uh, uh, are getting an opportunity to finally see it. Absolutely. And, um, and
1: interruptedly, to- era, inevitably get interrupted again. Maybe this time during take a
0: break. Well, let's hope not. Let's, let's, it is both of their first times seeing it. Everybody who saw it on Sunday, other than my dad, had already seen it before. So let's not have That's first good. people. No, uh, God, no. Yeah. Anyway.
1: It is uh, the last song of Act One, so we're bad at our jobs. essentially. non is? Non-stop? Uh, non-stop, yeah.
0: Really? There's not one after that? I thought they said there was one after that.
1: No, and I really had to think in my brain about it, too, before I looked it up. And yeah, the next one is what I missed,
0: so. Well, yeah. we, we, we missed what was the last song in Act One of Hamilton, apparently. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that is all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt Ashley. Where can people find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter and
0: Instagram. At no, this is Ashley. All right, everybody, have a wonderful weekend. I will be flying at the butt crack of dawn on Friday morning. Yes, I am indeed. very much looking forward to be back in New York City for the first time since early August. So uh, what yeah. is that? So long ago. Three months. <laughs> three months. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> my 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 <laughs> quarterly visit uh, to the to the city.
1: Not so, so. much. Just come back next month.
0: Do <laughs> well. I, yeah, you know, quarterly visits. I guess quarterly. So. There
1: you go. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: that's how that works. Yeah. All right. So uh, have a wonderful weekend, and we'll be back to talk to you on Monday.